What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay, and with me is Jeremy Bell, that co-host of getting used to him from Kentucky, and Kyle will join us later. What's up, guys? Hey, John. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, the Braves are on a roller coaster, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Braves are... They're hit or miss, and you know we've we we have uh, we have discussed the bullpen games constantly, and that's that's hurt us. I've hurt the Braves a few times uh, yeah. Saturday, as one I can remember. But other than that, like the offense has been hit or miss lately. Yeah, um, it's. Um... I, I don't know. I, I guess my whole, um, you know, if we had a podcast right now um, and and we were going to just talk about one subject, and I mean one subject meaning not just the whole team in general, just one mm-hmm. part out of the team, it would be the bullpen um, because of some of the struggles that they've had. Um, you know, the starters – have not pitched bad at all, um, you know. So um, you go back to even this week, uh, the starters haven't pitched bad. Um, no. You know, even you look back at, at Thursday night's game and Dylan Dodd didn't pitch too bad. It was just a slugfest going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we got the offense moving. Um, but the bullpen, um, I think, has let the starters down over the last few weeks uh, because – They've allowed things to get tied. Uh, you know, last night, A.J. Minter, or Thursday night, I should say, A.J. Minter uh, couldn't hold the Phillies. And so there were a couple of times that we had to make comebacks. Uh, so, I, I, you know, starters have, even though the starters, and it's been a piecemeal of a starting rotation, uh, but it appears that maybe Dylan Dodd and Jared Schuster might be up and may, they're going to have to stay for a while just due to the fact that we don't have any off days. Um, but the bullpen has, has um, you know, kind of struggled a little bit. And I was reading a story, um, I guess it was Thursday night, about um, one of the guys down in, in uh, AAA that uh, Alex Antopoulos signed to minor league deal, Yaxel Rios, who's uh, having a, a pretty good, you know, relatively good year. Maybe he could – he could come up and help out. Uh, you know, they put Tonkin on the on the the injured list, and McHugh's been on the injured list before. And and so, I, you know, I think right now what we thought – it's funny what we thought. We knew the offense was always going to be – but what we thought was going to be uh, maybe stronger than in years past, that bullpen and even the starters, um, it's turned out not to be that way. So, um, I don't want to get into the slugfest games like we saw Thursday night against the Phillies. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if we got to, I guess, you know, I guess we will. Uh, and I guess we'll be okay unless the offense decides not to score any runs. Like you said, the offense has kind of been on their own little roller coaster. So, but, uh, you know, the good thing is we keep finding ways to win games. So, do, I'll take it. Do you think the bullpen struggles are accumulated because of the bullpen games? Or? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't like bullpen games. That would be another thing. That would be another podcast. I could really get on a soapbox about a bullpen game. Really, mm-hmm. really, really. We could probably spend an hour of me just ranting about how I can't 
stand bullpen games because you use your bullpen so much. And what happens yeah. when you get uh, when when you know you do a bullpen game and then you go out and you pitch somebody like Jared Schuster or Dylan Dodd and you're only allowing them to go to the fifth inning even though they've only thrown 60 or 70 pitches, um, and, and then you've got to fill the bullpen four more innings, but yet you also had them the night before, they had to go all nine innings, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't like those, you know, at the end of the year, you want your bullpen to be strong. And, and um, you know, we've seen Nick Anderson struggle. We've seen, uh, you know, Iglesias kind of struggle and mentors kind of struggle, you know, and, and I guess, you know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, uh, little struggles and little roller coasters that they'll go on. And that's, I guess that's okay as long as they don't do it at the end of the year. But, um, you know, I'm a little concerned. And, and I hope the, the year of the bullpen game is over. Uh, whoever thought of that, um, you know, let's never let them into a Major League Baseball game again, maybe. Uh, so, because, I, again, there's enough starting pitching out there that we don't have to have bullpen games. I don't want to be using up my bullpen uh, because, you know, Jesse Chavez has got to go two innings or Colin McHugh's got to go two innings or or whoever, whoever, ever down the line has got to go two innings. So I, 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 don't, I don't know. I just don't like doing that. I want to see my bullpen strong at the end of the year and not be so overtaxed. Um, speaking of Dylan Dodd, did I see he was a SEMO? You know, I don't even know. State. Or Illinois State? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's close. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's no, what I was like. No. I yeah. I mean, yeah. I know I know. SEMO has been really productive last few years in baseball. And I know Illinois yeah. State's pretty decent, too. So, I can't. Right, so, right. Yeah. I, I thought I saw you went to SEMO last night, but then I heard there's another pitcher for the Braves came out of um, Illinois State. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. And then they also have one of their catchers um, at the low at Rome right now is from Missouri State. And, yeah. Um, Jake Baldwin. Yeah. So. Right. Right. But, well, you know, yeah. you've you've made me a little bit, John, keep up with the minor league guys a lot more than I have <laughs> probably in years past. You're welcome. Uh, just because of of um, you know you talking about them, so you know they called up. Uh, uh, I believe Gwinnett called up a kid named A.J. Smith Shaver. Um, that kid's a beast. And, pardon? He's a beast. Yeah, and so uh, he was the one I was reading about last night that had an impressive start. He was the one I was reading about, too, that thought he might get some time later in the year uh, in the big club. Um, but then again, I saw Max Free throwing last night uh, on Thursday night. So, uh, oh, and, wow. And he, he was given the thumbs up, like everything was okay. And, and it seemed like that there was, um, you know, Snicker was out there keeping an eye on it, Kranitz and, and uh, you know, four or five others out there. And, and he was saying, you know, thumbs up, thumbs up. That, <clears throat> look, he's still a long way away from coming back. But mm-hmm. uh, at least that's a good sign that he's, uh, you know, out there uh, throwing. So, but, but back to the point about the kids. Um, you know, we got to give these kids a chance and we've got to, I, I think we got to, like, I believe um, even as far as last night went, Thursday night against the Phillies, I think Dylan Dodd came out, he'd only thrown 85 pitches and it was in the sixth inning, I believe he went. Um, 
had a great fifth inning, I think, just went out and, and bang, 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 got it done, and maybe even the sixth inning I was in and out watching. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, why don't you let him go to at least 100? Uh, and then if you got to bring your bullpen in for uh, a, a third or, or two-thirds of an inning, let him go to 100 and see what happens. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where I, I think we sometimes, you know, these guys have thrown enough baseball that they can go – uh, those extended periods because they've thrown so much. Right. Uh, so why not let them go? I believe the other night uh, he had thrown, maybe a Schuster had only thrown like 60-something pitches, and they pulled him after the fifth inning. And I'm like, That's why? That's what I was wondering about that. Yeah. I'm like, why? If he can go to the seventh inning, and that way give your bullpen a chance to only have to go, you only have to use two guys. You know, mm -hmm. that's that's my whole thinking. But then again, I don't get paid the big bucks. Um, you know, I'm only a, a simple salesman that goes out. I just watch from afar. But those are the things that I noticed. You know, why not leave them in? Just let them, let them see what happens. If you're winning, you know, by a couple of runs, if they get into trouble, go get them. Like you normally don't, would anyway to begin with. Have a guy in the bullpen ready. So. Don't sell yourself short, man. You're, you're one of the best baseball minds I know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm old. That's what it is. I'm old school. But even old school, <laughs> old school would have, they would have probably pulled him just because he hadn't thrown enough. But this is new school. These guys mm -hmm. have thrown so much growing up that they should have a strong enough arm that, um, you know, I don't know why we worry about pitch count anymore because mm -hmm. these guys have thrown so much that it, it shouldn't matter. You know, in years past, you know, <clears throat> in the old days, um, you know, they were throwing all the time. You know, they were throwing, you know, they throw 150 pitches in a game. You know, Didn't Nolan Ryan they, throw 225 in a game? Yeah, so, because in the off season they didn't throw a lot. You know, they didn't, they, they weren't throwing, um, you know, their major league season was uh, all they would do. You know, even their little league season and their, their years coming up, that's all that would do. They didn't throw. Uh, you know, all year round like they like mm -hmm. they do now. So, uh, you know, some of these little kids are throwing, you know, all the time. They're playing 60, 70 games a year. So why, why can't we just let them keep throwing, you know, and keep pitching? So all anyway. Right. I, I have a weird question, and I'll yeah. get your expertise on this. Yeah. So your pitchers that are quarterbacks, uh -huh. do you think, playing quarterback and throwing a lot is as taxing as, say, throwing from being an outfielder and playing 60, 70 games a year in the outfield or pitching? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I think it is because, um, you know, if you get an offense like the quarter, like let's say quarterback. Okay, so last year, you know, you had uh, our coach from Murray High. He didn't throw the ball hardly any at all. And none. Okay. <laughs> I mean, any at all. So we watched two practices where he was trying to get his passing defense. He was trying to get them better. Okay. So mm -hmm. he played. Um, he played what's what was called uh, um, four and done or three and done or something like that, basically. Mm -hmm. So all they had, all they had to do, okay, is intercept it, knock it down, keep the other team from scoring, getting a first down. That was it. That's all he had to do. And our quarterback, all he was doing was throwing the ball. 
throwing the ball, and he threw it probably. <clears throat> gosh, you know we we kept, we had, we went out there a couple. I mean, I, we could have walked out there a couple of times and said, "Look, Colin, throw the ball away. It's all you got to do if you want to end practice." You know, I mean, <laughs> just stop. But he kept throwing it, and he kept completing the passes, and those guys couldn't play defense. And finally, yeah, one of the practice coach had to finally say, "Okay, that's it. We're done." They couldn't stop him, and he probably threw fifty or sixty times. You know, so so yeah. I mean, I, I'd say you know uh, the the way that um, the way that teams are pass happy nowadays, you can get a quarterback in pass in practice that might throw it fifty or sixty times. So so yeah. I mean, it's a uh, it's taxing. Um, you know, but there's also a different level of stress on an outfielder too who doesn't uh, you know throw it all the time, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they got to make a big throw. And they got to let it fly, and they're letting it fly as hard as they can. And so even that can hurt. So, you know, I don't know if there's a, you know, um, any right or wrong answer. But, but yeah, a quarterback that's throwing the ball a lot, you know, certainly can be as taxing just like a pitcher. Okay. Who would make – okay, and this is probably another weird question. Would you rather your quarterback be an outfielder or a pitcher? Um, throwing the ball. <laughs> I'd probably rather my quarterback be a pitcher. And that's just because of the arm strength. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Um, or leadership. He he would have – yeah, he would have the arm strength. Not saying an outfielder doesn't. Um, you know, look at Ronald Acuna. <clears throat> you're not running on him. Look at Eddie Rosario. You're probably going to run on him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Marcel Ozuna in the old days, I think, had a pretty good arm. Now he doesn't. So you're going to no. run on him. Um, you know, so those are the things that, um, um, you know, those are the things that, you know, you look at. But I would rather uh, my quarterback, uh, I'd rather my quarterback be a pitcher or vice versa, whichever way. So, yeah. And you're oh. right. It's a thinking. And you're right. In a in a pitcher, it's a thinking. you got to think, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think strategically – um, a pitcher makes a great quarterback or a quarterback makes a great pitcher uh, because gotcha. you got to be able to think on the fly. And as a pitcher, you got to be able to play games much like as a quarterback, you got to play games with the uh, defensive side. As a pitcher, you got to play games with, you know, the offensive batter that's up there. So mm-hmm. that's why I think, you know, they make uh, great quarterbacks. Did you ever think you would – we'll get back to the Braves after this comment. Yeah. Um, did you ever think you would see a lineman as a pitcher? Um, no. Uh-uh. No. Clayton, Big, Clayton, you know. Yeah, Clayton I would Kershaw. Say, yeah, well, you know, he's a different animal himself, you know. <laughs> um, he's just a different animal. Uh, I think my kid, uh, even though he was a and, – and as he got – uh, through that freshman sophomore years when he took a big jump in height and size. Mm-hmm. Um, so in his uh, senior year, he didn't play baseball, but he, he was in the gym a lot. He was bulking up. I think my kid could have played lineman and been a pitcher because he's got kind of that same body build as that Clayton Kershaw, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think he could have played – he wasn't fast enough, but he could have played uh, a lineman, you know, too, uh, because he's a big guy. And it's hard to throw throw over those big guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Murray had a kid back several years ago um, that was about six five, six six, 
uh, and they moved him to defensive end, and he flourished. I mean, he was great. His senior year, uh, he was fabulous. Try throwing over a six six guy, you know. Yeah, man. Um, he was skinny as all get out, but he had a great year that year. Just throw, and, and you couldn't throw over it. Uh, so that wasn't Duffy, was it? No, no. This is this has been probably ten years ago, twelve years ago, somewhere. Oh, there. okay. Uh, yeah, you know, Duffy didn't play. Uh, he didn't play lineman. He just played, you know, basically receiver. Uh, you know, yeah. it's the same with another kid we got on the team named Xavion Carmen. He could probably, um, if he would ever stay healthy, you know, he could be that kind of player, that six five six six guy trying to throw over it. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. Matt, Matt Stafford, speaking of Georgia, <clears throat> I'm always going to get Georgia in there. Um, Matt Stafford was uh, Clayton Kershaw's quarterback, and uh, Clayton Kershaw was the center in high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought that, I've always uh, thought know, that was cool. You get those wild, quirky stories like that, but Clayton Kershaw is kind of a different animal himself. So, mm-hmm. um, glad you know, in the Dodger realm of things, glad we avoided Clayton Kershaw. Uh, but I, I, I haven't don't heard much out of him lately. He's been doing well. Okay. Yeah, he's been doing well. Uh, I you think know, the Braves have wounded all their stars. Yeah, well, really. you know, we we couldn't do anything against the other pitchers. No. Uh, so, uh, we avoided Clayton Kershaw. But then again, you know, then you throw Aaron Nola uh, on Thursday night. And, and I thought, oh, no, good thing we didn't have that discussion on Tuesday. I wasn't able to – that we weren't able to be on. But – I'd have had that discussion about Aaron Nola. Oh no, here we go again. You know, so so anyway, that's just my opinion. So <laughs> he come from LSU. Go Tigers. Oh yeah, Southern guy, New Orleans. You know, you gotta whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, we're we're kind of fans of LSU for one specific reason, but we'll get into that. We'll, we'll talk about yeah, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So this weekend, the Braves took two out of three from the Mariners. Um, yep. Really competitive series. Um, I know the score wasn't the way it wanted to be on Saturday, but really, Sunday was a really close game. Yeah, you know, Friday night, uh, Bryce Elder, uh, good game, six innings. Uh, once again, uh, kind of um, the um, I, you know, I, I hate to look at him and 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 put that label of unsung hero, but. Uh, you know, he's that guy that was sent down, and he, you know, we've been talking about him on here. He's the guy that's sent down. We thought he probably should have been in the majors, thought he probably should have been filling that fifth starter role anyway to begin with. And uh, so he got sent down, and he's back immediately, and he's made an impact. Uh, so he pitched a Friday game. Offense was rolling. Uh, Ozuna, another three RBI, um, you know, another three RBI night. Um, Saturday, uh, not the case. Um, you know, Saturday, uh, the uh, Mariners were uh, able uh, to uh, to win that. That was the bullpen game. Uh, Tonkin and Kirby Yates. I'm, I'm, you know, everybody else uh, with uh, uh, they didn't give up anything, but uh, Kirby Yates just scares me. Um, I don't feel comfortable yet with Kirby Yates. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Chavez pitched two and a third and. Um, the other thing about a bullpen game or other thing about bullpen guys, um, I struggle when you got to go out there and get a bullpen, when you got to go out there and get a starter and you're in the middle of an inning, uh, that's great. Get them to finish it out. Let them just throw whatever and then be done. I struggle when a bullpen 
guys got to go to the dugout and sit in the dugout for an in, for a half inning when while the offense uh, goes because I, I don't think they're built to go that route. Um, I think they're built to come in an inning uh, and that's it. Uh, you know, starters are built a little bit differently. They're they're uh, built to go into the, to the you know that half inning where the offense is out there and sit and. And they're built to go right back out. Bullpen guys aren't built that way. So anyway, but you know, that was another bullpen game, and uh, we did not fare too well. Uh, lost uh, seven to three. Uh, the offense, uh, albeit, uh, got some hits, uh, just couldn't get some uh, big hits, and and um, you know that's uh, that's that's it. And then Sunday, uh, we pick up another series win uh, with a three-two game. Uh, over uh, the Mariners, and um, you know, Schuster pitched <clears throat> six innings, uh, gave up a hit, uh, an earned run, and a, a walk on seven strikeouts. And McHugh, Anderson, and Iglesias, Iglesias finished it up. So, um, top of the order was good. Um, Travis Darno, another much like Thursday night with a big hit. Uh, you know, Travis Darno, big hit. You talk about big hits. You know, Thursday night. Uh, gets a big hit for the game winner. Um, Wednesday night got the the, the out uh, that um, pushed the runner over to third to get the run mm-hmm. home. Eventually get the run home, which was huge. And you could tell he was trying to do that. So some big hits from Darno uh, of late. But Schuster, nice job out of you know getting a start, six innings and a hit, uh, and only gave up an earned run. So kept him in the game, uh, which was. Um, which was pretty good. So, um, you know, pick up that series win, another series win, and then you start talking about the Dodgers. Um, I know you've already mentioned this, but Schuster and Elder have imp- – Schuster impressed me Sunday a lot, but yeah. Elder has been impressing me for a while. Uh, he just yeah, goes – he grinds and he gets he gets out. Yeah. He met his, yeah. You know, we talked about it last year. His, his problem was his walk. He walked a ton. He yeah. just walked four or five, six guys in a game. Yeah. Now he, he only had one walk. Um, yeah. And he, uh, he's cut that down a lot. Well, John, as you all know, yeah, we, we've talked about it before. When you when you walk five guys, that's 20 extra pitches you've thrown, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some, in reality, to some, that's an inning right there. Um, mm-hmm. And as you well know, when you walk guys, that normally gets you in trouble, okay? Yep. Um, so when you walk guys, there's a 50-50 chance you can get a double play, uh, or there's a 50-50 chance that you strike the guy out, or a 50-50 chance that somebody gets a hit and moves that runner along. Mm-hmm. Those chances are not – I don't like those chances, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, and I know that's probably not a good analogy, but I just don't like it when you walk. I understand that there are going to be walks. Uh, I get that. Uh, pitchers are going to just – uh, you're going to walk out there and, and, and you're going to ask a pitcher and he says, look, I just didn't have it. You know, right. being honest, that's fine. Uh, so, but walks do kill you. Um, you know, so you got to be able to minimize that. And I think he's done a very good job of minimizing that. Much like I think these two kids that come up, Schuster and Dodd, I think that's going to be, you know, their biggest challenge is they've got to keep people off base. They've got to make sure that it's not their responsibility that they put the people on base. Right. If they get a hit, you know, so be it. They get a hit. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, even in Thursday night's game and Dylan Dodd pitching, he was facing the Phillies. 
who are a very good offensive team, I think, who aren't, who haven't shown, I think, their true colors uh, this year. They get Bryce Harper back, which certainly helps, but they haven't shown their true colors. But they're a team that fouls pitches off. You know, they same with the Dodgers. Uh, you know, I think you're going to find the pitchers are starters are going to throw a lot against the Dodgers, uh, and they may only go five innings because the Dodgers foul pitches off. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, then again, uh, prone to strikeouts. Uh, but but a guy like Spencer Strider the same way. Uh, you know, we don't the pitchers sometimes pitchers need to. I think Greg Maddox would make a great pitching coach, um, mm-hmm. and and because you know his his idea of a immaculate inning which you know we we know what an immaculate inning is it's it's nine pitches uh three strikeouts basically what it is you um strike everybody out on three pitches that's an immaculate inning greg maddox's immaculate inning would be three pitches three outs didn't matter how you know pop out ground out whatever and that's true uh spencer strider i think throws again still throwing a lot of pitches you know if you're oh two uh on a guy Go get him with the fastball and, and blow it by him. And, and, and then, you know, uh, so I, I just think there are times when these starters got to quit throwing so many pitches and wasting pitches. Uh, so, anyway, we digress again. Uh, I agree. Um, but I, I, like I said, I've been impressed with um, like Elder's change. I was, talk, I was listening to David O'Brien because, uh, you know, as you all know, yeah. I love listening to him. Yeah. Um, he was talking to Bryce, and you know, he's just attacking hitters. He's like, I know my defense will back me up, so yeah. I'm just gonna pitch the kind of. I know I'm gonna give up hits, yeah. but I know yeah. that the majority because he's a sinker ball pitcher. You know, he's gonna get a lot of ground balls, and a lot of those right. ground balls are going to go to Ozzy or yeah. uh, Arcia, Riley, yeah. and you know, Olson. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna absolutely. stay in the infield. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, you know. Uh, he pitched um, that uh, he, you know, he pitched the Mariners. We get a win on Friday night against the Mariners. He pitched a great game on the Dodgers series. He pitched that game we needed to win, and uh, right. you know, he pitched six innings. Um, he didn't get a win out of it because Nick Anderson couldn't hold it. Uh, you know, that was the other struggle. You know, sadly we couldn't we couldn't get Bryce Elder a, a win, uh, but he he pitched six innings. You talk about it again, he only gave up a run and he only walked one guy. Uh, right. So, uh, again, the, the the walks, you keep those guys off bases, and uh, that's a good thing. And you're not responsible for it. You know, that's, right. that's a good thing. So, but, yeah, you want to, you know, if, if you – if we – if Bryce Elder pitches exactly like he does, like he has been the rest of the year, um, you know – and and we finally get Max Fried and Kyle Wright back. Uh, you know, I, for a team standpoint, you'd have to almost look at that guy as an MVP. You know, yes. again, that unsung hero. But I, I tell you what, and some of these guys don't mind it pitching in the shadows because they don't want all of the all of the press because they don't want to. You know, they want to be the guys that that people aren't thinking about. And of course, with this Braves team, everybody's thinking about Max Fried, Kyle Wright. Spencer Strider's getting a lot of the press. He's getting a huge amount of the press, which, uh, you know, guys like Bryce Elder, maybe he's a guy that likes to pitch in the shadows. And you know what? He keeps pitching like that. We'll keep him in the shadows. <laughs> Speaking of Strider, if you're interested, 
the Rome Braves are giving away his bobblehead on July 15th. So really? You guys are listening. If you're in Rome, hmm. check that out. You know, I, I've never been able to make it to a game where the bobblehead has occurred, but I would love a bobblehead. Okay. So, oh, man. Uh, I have only one bobblehead in my life, and that's Dale Earnhardt. Uh, so, Ooh. And he is still sitting um, where he has been for the last probably – uh, 20, let's see, my son's 19, 20 years at my house. Still, sit, still sitting in the same spot right at my computer, and I can look at him, you know, right right there. So, so yeah, that's the only one I have. But I, I would have loved the Ron Washington bobblehead. I believe they gave away um, bobblehead last night, I think. So, yeah, okay. the bobblehead is, yeah, the bobblehead has become, um, has become, you know, a fun thing at the ballpark. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, absolutely, bobblehead, um, Spencer Strider. I would have loved to have the uh, Freddie Freeman on a full wheeler with Chipper Jones coming to pick him up by my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That one? Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pretty funny stuff. So, um, um, But I got uh, we got Charlie Morton's uh, bobblehead from Rome last year. That's what oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, was that him on Freddie a – that was that Charlie Morton on a rocking chair? No, I'm just kidding. The old man is still pitching great, you know. Yes. So, he he yeah. he didn't get any help Monday night either. So. No, no, he didn't. Um, and and he's gonna uh, let's see who is it? Is it Schuster tonight that's going? I think maybe I didn't look that um, up ahead. I'm sorry, I haven't looked that far ahead. Um, but think, Morton and so. Morton and Strider will pitch uh, if the rotation goes like it should. Morton and Strider will pitch uh, Saturday, 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 Sunday. Uh, right. So, so if it goes like it should, I guess it should be Schuster then, then. Yeah, it should be if it's if it's like it should, it should be. So, um, you know, I thought I had this rotation figured out, you know, about a month and a half ago, and, and now I, I'm now I'm struggling. So, but yeah, it should be uh, that tonight. But I, I do know Morton and Strider are going um, Saturday, Sunday. That would mean Elder would roll back around to uh, the Monday game uh, against the A's. But, right. yeah, they'll, they'll have a day off again until, uh, well, June 1st they have a day off. Oof. So, yeah. But, uh, That'll be next A's, Thursday. They go, out on the, they go out on the West Coast, John, for uh, a little while, which you know <laughs> how we hate those. Uh, so, but uh, – Need more yeah, than Monday, you, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Monday's the A's. You know, and then uh, the weekend against uh, the Diamondbacks uh, with um, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then they roll around and they welcome in the lovely Mets. So, yep. Wow. That's that's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah. But back to the Dodgers series. Uh, you know, the Dodgers won, I believe the last two seasons, the Dodgers have won the season series against the, the Braves. So, uh, you know what? If we continue the success we've had and we lose the Dodgers in the series, I can handle that. So, you know, the Braves are almost swept by the Dodgers. When was the last time the Dodgers swept Atlanta in Atlanta? Uh, I don't know. Do you know that? 88. 88. Wow. You know what? The Braves were terrible. Okay. <laughs> that was before I, I, I was even that. born. I, I think that really makes me old. Because I was 18, John. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to think. Um, 
I went to I pre I mean I, we went to games and I'm pretty sure we went to a game that year, '88. Uh, mm-hmm. That was my I I graduated I graduated high school, John. So thanks, appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure we went to probably some. You know, I saw Tom Glavin um, the year he lost 20 games. Uh, he lost 20 games, by the way. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure we we went. So yeah. That was close to the – that was – if that was uh, – let's see, 88. So, Murphy only had like two more years left in, in Atlanta. I think he got mm-hmm. traded at 90 maybe. Yeah, 89, 90, somewhere in there. So, so yeah, I, you know, I had to go see my favorite player play. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. So, the Braves offensively, they struggled this series. Um, yeah. Six runs, but most of those were late in the late in the game, and the, yeah. against the Dodger bullpen, the, yeah. the back of the Dodger bullpen. One yeah. run on Tuesday evening. Um, yeah. Morton, Morton getting, pitched five. Morton pitched five innings on on Monday, but he did okay. give up six. Uh, you know, did, and okay. the bullpen wasn't bad. They gave Jimenez gave up one. You know, Minter gave up uh, one. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, but you're right. You know they struggled. Uh, I think they had um, certainly had uh, you know times that they could have scored but couldn't. The game on on Tuesday, uh, you know negative uh, negative to that. They did not have a good run. Spencer Strider only gave up two earned runs, though. By the way, um, and, and I mentioned that only gave up two earned runs, and that's because uh, I believe Matt Olson committed an error, which led to an inning with three runs. Right, so, he did. He walked three, gave up, uh, had 11 strikeouts. Uh, but then um, McHugh came in, gave up a run. Tonkin came in, gave up three, and now is promptly on the injured list. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if I recall. So, yeah, not a good game from Spencer. So, hopefully, you know, we're going to see that against the Phillies on uh, Sunday. Uh, and then you roll around to, to Wednesday's game, and we finally uh, saw some life. Uh, but we just couldn't hold it, um, and you know, should have uh, should have won the game. Um, you know, with Bryce Elder pitching, but uh, Nick Anderson gave up two, and then uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, Travis Darno got a double, uh, or not Darno got a double, but I can't remember who it was got a double. Um, whoever Riley. it was, Riley. Riley got the double. Darno comes up and uh, needing to get him to third base uh, to get you know, that run uh, home, and he hits it perfectly, uh, knew what he – the job that he needed to do was hit the ball the other way to get Riley to third base, and he hit it perfectly to third to mm-hmm. first base, getting Riley to third, and uh, and then Ozzy came in and uh, finished it off uh, to get the win. So, um, you know, Elder again, six innings, seven hits, one run, uh, base on ball and six strikeouts. So – but didn't get the win out of it, but still pitched uh, a great game. Chavez with an inning, uh, and as I mentioned, Nick Anderson with, gave up two earned runs, and then Iglesias came in and um, finished it out. So I've got two questions. One, yes. we've seen Freddie Freeman and Matt Olson on the field against each other this week. Yeah. Also, we talked about Olson's era, but other than yeah. that, Comparatively, who's got the better defense? Um, are, they, are they pretty similar? 
I'd say they're pretty similar. Uh, I just think at what here's again. I, I, I'm not discounting uh, that you know Freddie leaving last year and Matt Olson, you know him uh, him coming on board. It's a it's a younger trade. Uh, you know Freddie's in his 30s. Uh, Matt Olson is not. So you know I, I, I but but Freddie is a more consistent hitter than Matt mm-hmm. Olson is. You know Freddie's not. It, it's very rare that Freddie's going to hit 280. Uh, Freddie's going to hit more 310, 320. Um, so that's where I get off with Matt Olson. That's my that's my struggle. But I think defensively they still round out to be the same. You saw errors from Freddie. It's going to happen. It's going to happen to Matt Olson. But then again, he could turn in and 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 not commit an error in another 120 games. Whoa. So. Uh, I mean that's just the way it way it is. He's still got a great glove. Um, okay, so yes, did he commit an error and you know uh, you know end up giving up three runs that inning? Yeah, he did. But he's a doubles machine. A doubles yes. or strikeouts, and he can hit the ball 500 feet. You know things like that. So Freddie can too. Matt Olson's going to be playing five or six years. Uh, longer than Freddie, so we've got him at a, at a longer term deal at a cheaper amount. So, you know, that's. But but I would say comparatively, defensively, they are probably very even. Another cool thing I saw from this game, and yes, I don't like the Braves to lose, but Freddie Freeman and Jason Hayward both had a home run against the Yeah, and yeah. I, I like to see the good the you know the baby Braves come back and yeah, you know, cause, yeah. You know, those were two guys that. Uh, were highly touted coming out of the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jason Hayward uh, had himself uh, a, a great rookie year and a, maybe a year or two after that before uh, moving on to the Cubs and, and then didn't have anything for the Cubs, to be honest with you. didn't do anything for what he did. Uh, and so, you know, he's kind of um, having, you know, a much better time for the Dodgers because they're not having to rely on him so much. Uh, mm-hmm. defensively, he was always very good, I thought. Uh, you know, and then, then again, you get Freddie, who's always Freddie, uh, and uh, who's always a guy that's going to be very consistent for you. So, yeah, I mean, coming out, Freddie was, was one of those guys highly talked about as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's good to see those guys have, have, uh, have good years, even though they're not in Atlanta. I'm certainly not rooting against them, but when they come play mm-hmm. Atlanta, I am. But anyway. Um. <laughs> You know, Hayward's kind of from the same area that Michael Harris is from. Yeah. Uh, South Atlanta. Um, yeah. Down in the Henry County area. So, yeah. They came out of the same area. Um, right. Yeah. And you talk about Michael Harris, too. He's struggling, and he got pinch hit for last night with Darno, and Darno came through. Um, you know, it's the sophomore sophomore slump, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. Look at Austin Riley doing the same thing. He's been struggling the last couple of weeks, and all of a sudden he's turned it around. So, he's um, you know, I've seen a I've seen a little bit uh, maybe coming out of that uh, slump that Michael Harris is on. Just got to remember he's got to hit the ball the other way. That's what was important to him uh, last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Got to get back to the basics a little bit. So, uh, defensively, Michael Harris is still good, and that's the one thing you don't want to lose on is the defense. and. And he's uh, still played great defense. Keep him at the bottom of the order. Let him relax a little bit and get back to what he was doing, uh, you know, uh, last year. But I'm not worried about Michael Harris in any way. 
Um, yes, I know he got pinch hit four last night. I thought it was a great move, though. I thought that was a move that probably needed to happen. Um, mm. So uh, take him out of those pressure situations for now so that he doesn't, uh, you know, get deeper into a slump. But, um, but you know, defensively, Michael Harris is still, uh, you know, uh, still right up there at the top. Um. Yeah, going back to Charlie Morton and um, Freddie Freeman and Hayward. So when they come up, they were they were on the same team, you know. And now, flashback or flash forward to 14 years, Charlie Morton's pitching against Hayward and Freddie Freeman yeah. in Atlanta. And I just and now he's yeah. back with Atlanta because right. he's been around. He's been around the world. He's but Morton's been you know Houston, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, and now he's yeah. back. So. So that was yeah. kind of cool. Um, yeah, I remember when Charlie yeah. Morton came up, I was like, oh, who is this guy? And then he, then he <laughs> wasn't so great, and then he went away. Uh, you know, had a good run with Houston and then Tampa Bay, and all of a sudden he's back with the Braves, and it's like, oh, hey, we'll take him, you know. But the oh, old definitely. man's still still getting it done, though. So nothing oh, wrong yeah. with that. He can still pitch. So um, You mentioned Michael Harris, uh, and I get this from David O'Brien again. Shout out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, before between Rome and Mississippi, um, he put on 30, uh, 15 pounds of straight muscle. Like, he put on a bunch of muscle. Uh, and yeah. then he went from looking like a kid to looking like a, a fullback. And now yeah. he put on again another uh, 15 pounds of straight muscle. And this kid, the way he talks, his legs are just massive. Yeah, free yeah and, and um, sometimes, sometimes, though, that can, um, that can hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um because you're carrying that additional weight and, and sometimes that's a struggle um, even on your knees, on your legs, uh, maybe on your arm, you know, things like that. Sometimes that's a struggle. You got to watch those. And so hopefully he was uh, doing that under the guidance of a pretty good trainer, uh, you know, to make sure that, um, that he didn't um, put on too much or or do whatever. So I, I caution when you want, when, when kids are like, I want to put on this muscle and, and I want to get, you know, bigger here, whatever, whatever. Well, you know, you got to watch that sometimes. So What what O'Brien was saying was, you know, um, he's got to get used to get, get – got to get used to playing with that extra muscle, that extra weight, because he's used yeah. to being a speed demon, you know. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, he's got to get used to that. Uh, so, um, you know, that's – again, that's – Adding that on can can uh, you know put stress on your knees and put stress on your legs a little more. So uh, you know you just uh, you got to watch when you add that on. So um, Ronald's steal a third. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I, I think I've seen that in Little League. Um, <laughs> you know that that's what happens. But you know what though? Again, um, I always taught my kids. Uh, you know, when I was coaching, I always told him, I said, man, if that runner turns your back, turns his back on you, um, and you got the ball and he turns around and he's not looking at you, throw it, you know, mm-hmm. because you could easily get him out. And I've told my, you know, my guys on that were covering bases, I said, you stay there. I said, because he turns his back on you, shoot him out, get him out, whatever. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's the case. Muncie had turned his back. Wasn't hardly anywhere near third base. Uh, wasn't paying any attention, and Ronald saw that and took advantage of it. So nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that at all. 
I think that's that's just going to sleep by by you know uh, these uh, defenders, and um, just goes to show you you better not you know even though that's a little league move, don't turn your back because uh, I'm okay. going to do whatever I can to get you know however I can score runs, and and hey he he did it. You wouldn't think the team like a dog the Dodgers would make mental mistakes like that. Well, uh, you're right, but Muncy's also not a third baseman, you know. True. Um, True. He's probably, but he's played all over the infield, so I mean that's that's you know no no harm there. But Muncy's not the true third baseman. You know they had Justin Turner for a long time. Muncy was playing second and playing first and wherever mm-hmm. else. So he's probably not the true, um, you know, first, third baseman. Uh, but still, you know, it doesn't matter if you're third, short, second, or first. Don't turn your back. Pay attention to what's going on. Um, so the Braves, you know, we've talked about this other series. Um, one to three or one to two series. Um, yeah, they're, yep. you know, the mix of a four game series from the Phillies. Um, who's pitching this weekend for the Phillies? I don't really know anything about them except for Aaron Noah. You know, I forgot to. It was Zach Wheeler. Wheeler, I know, is one that's pitching. I forgot to even look at that, John. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, you're good. I, I was in a rush this morning. I just know who the Braves are, um, are, are pitching. Uh, hang on just a second. Let me see if I can. I can find um, – I can find at least who's pitching tonight. I know Wheeler's pitching one of those games, so I know that for sure. Uh, by the way, Julio Tehran was called back up by the um, uh, by the uh, Brewers. So, yeah. Tehran's with the Brewers? Yeah, Tehran's with the Brewers. That's like you texted me the other night. said Shelby Miller's with the uh, Dodgers. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. Reinventing, reinventing himself as a bullpen guy that, you know, could come out and pitch you, um, you know, uh, pitch you a couple of of uh, of innings out of the out of the bullpen. So, oh, um, so yeah. Do, do you remember? I know this is way off, but um, there was a Shelby Miller that uh, was a softball player for Murray yeah. State. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I think she was around the time that Shelby Miller was pitching for the Braves. Yeah. 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 Yep. Find Absolutely. That kind of fun. That uh, Shelby Miller deal ended up getting uh, Dansby Swanson from. It did. Um, you know, uh, so so yeah. You know. You I remember? Find... Sorry, you remember ahead. what what his downfall was? What happened? Shelby Miller had arm trouble. He couldn't. Uh, if I recall, he was having trouble throwing the ball over the plate. So, yeah, is that what you're thinking? I was talking about the almost no hitter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah. Was out away from a no hitter, and then it went downhill from there. Yeah, yeah. About a, about eight years to the day, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, Mesa. It was on Mesa. Uh, May seventeenth, I believe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm out, John. Sorry. Let's see. For some reason, what I need is not showing up on my my lovely. But I do know Zach Wheeler's pitching one of the games. So. Taiwan yeah. Walker, T Walker, Taiwan Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is, is he a Philly? Yeah. Okay, he's pitching tonight. Okay. I don't know anything about him. I think he's got a five seventy ERA. Let's see if this is the one I need to go to, and we'll find out. 
some. Do to do to do. Uh, hold on. Yeah, look, it's not even telling me. <laughs> uh, by, the, by the way, tomorrow's game is at four ten, and I believe it's Zach yep. Wheeler. Yep, I believe you're right. So, yeah, I Wheeler, can't figure it. Find it. Wheeler has a four eleven ERA. Yeah. And he's going yeah, to. Yeah, uh, Yep. Yep. Strider. Okay. Yeah, Strider. Yeah. And... Morton pitches. Morton pitches tomorrow. Strider pitches Sunday, and then it would roll back around to. Um, Schuster on Monday. Let's yeah. See. No, Elder Sunday. on Monday. Sorry, we roll back around to Elder on. No, it roll back around to Schuster on Monday, then Elder. Yeah. Something, I, I think, think Schuster's pitching tonight. Schuster's pitching tonight. You're right. Sorry. Schuster pitching tonight. Elder on Monday. That's what it is. Sorry. Elder and then Dodd. Dodd would pitch after that. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Technology having problems, you know, as always. So. <laughs> um, the Phillies on Sunday haven't put a starter out, and the yeah. Braves are putting Strider out there. Yeah, Sunday. yeah, true. So, all right. Um, I think the Braves have a good shot at winning this series. Um, I mean, Zach Wheeler is pretty tough. Taiwan Walker, I don't know how tough he is. I mean, five seventy ERA, but you know, that's a bit boring, a little bit. Yeah, it's, it um, is Walker. It is Walker and Schuster. Um, on it is Walker and Schuster tonight. So. And then Wheeler yeah. and Wheeler and and Morton on Sunday. Morton. I mean Saturday, and then Strider, and then you said already they don't know. They don't um, know. Yeah. Yeah, but that's right. That's what it is. Um. um but I'm looking for good things out of this series for the Braves. Yeah, I mean it's the Phillies, and obviously um, you you know you want to do everything that you can to put a, a distance in between um, in between uh, yourself and your you know your National League East. I'm, so and, and anytime you can play them, that's great. But um, you know the East has been struggling. The Braves have been out you know out in front. Uh, so. Um, you know, the Phillies have certainly not lived up to their expectations of what they had last year, but there was pretty high expectations coming into the year for them anyway. So, and they've, uh, they've had a lot of injuries too. They have had a lot of injuries. So, um, and again, uh, you know, starter wise, uh, they, they, they're not as great as where they need to be. Aaron Nola, great. Um, but here's an interesting thing about the Phillies um, trade deadline. If you're the Phillies, uh, what do you do at the trade deadline if you're out of the race? Do you possibly give up Aaron Nola? You know, do you, uh, you know, what do you do at, if you're – I know it's a long way away. So, But, hey, it, it's rapidly approaching, if you ask me. I mean, we're coming up on June 1st here next week. So, uh, you know, what do you do if you're the Phillies if you're still out of it at the trade deadline? Exactly. Um, we went to Atlanta, please. Well, I, you know, I'd take Aaron Nola to Atlanta, that's for sure. There, there's uh, a so, reason behind my theory there, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, so, from, he's from uh, Paulding County, which is next door to Tourist Park. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know, what do you do? Do you try to get something out of uh, a guy like Aaron Nola that can help you in years to come, knowing that you've still got a pretty good team? 
so I, I don't know. What do you do? Um, you know, what do you do if even you're the Mets and you're, you're, you know, I, I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? So uh, there's still a long fun, way to go. Yeah. That's going to be a fun podcast for when we get closer to that. Yeah, to that yeah. There's, it's still a long way to go. But right now for me, uh, this weekend series with the Phillies, um, you know, I've got to, I've got to uh, make sure that, uh, we do what we're supposed to do, and that's win games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, and if that's the case, then absolutely fantastic. You got to win games. So, um, yeah, we're actually, John, I'd I tell you this, uh, we're actually uh, making a flying trip tomorrow to Atlanta to watch the game. So, oh. um, it's a, it's an afternoon game, and we decided that um, we, we hadn't, we weren't going to be able to go to a game this year. Um, mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, but we decided that um, this this is the only time that we're we're going to be able to go because um, summer O's are coming up for my wife and, and son. Uh, my daughter started a new job on campus, and so this is it. Uh, oh, wow. And so the rest of, for the rest of the year, as a matter of fact. So we are making a flying trip to watch Charlie Morton and the Phillies, and um, and um, actually it's just a flying weekend. We're just going to make the a weekend out of it because we have nothing else uh, to, uh, we can't do anything the rest of the weekend, the uh, rest of the year, basically, except for fall break when they're off a couple of days. But uh, how long are y'all going to be in? So, till Monday or till Sunday? Well, we're actually, I think we're going to be there till Monday. Uh, so, okay, cool. uh, so we're going to be at, actually, we're going to be at, um, we got cheap tickets. So nice. if you get cheap tickets, uh, then you take advantage of stuff. So, yeah, this is kind of the last two raw until uh, the um, until uh, next year. Now, if they make the playoffs, John, that's a different story. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, I got to come, you know, maybe come back if they make the playoffs or the World Series or something like that. That's a different story. But oh, yeah. yeah, we're we're making a uh, flying trip, and um, and I mean flying because we're leaving in the morning, and uh, you know tomorrow's game's an afternoon game, uh, so. Uh, we got to be there pretty quickly tomorrow, so so we're leaving early. Literally, literally flying, or you're flying down seventy five? No, no, no. We're in a car. Yeah, no. uh, we're just flying in a car. But but yeah, we're gonna be there. And that again, that's gonna be the only time. Um, the uh, our last kind of hurrah, I guess, before um, uh, before everybody has to go off their separate ways. Not me. I don't have things to do. By the way, I'm I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I'm going to be the one that's sitting around going, what do I do? You know? So <laughs> anyway, mow the yard maybe, I guess. I don't know. Hey, so, that's always fun. Anyway, anyway, but I do hope for a win. I, I hope for a weekend series where we at least have another series sweep, you know, because mm-hmm. you continue this string of series sweeps or not sweeps, maybe series wins. And lo and behold, you know, you're going to be at the top. And so, you know, but right now it's May, but it's getting close to that time of, where teams should start being concerned uh, mm-hmm. because it's getting closer closer to July, and I think July is that time you got to start being concerned if you're some of these teams. I've always been, I've always heard the, the the saying you don't pay attention to the standings and don't really pay attention to baseball until Labor Day. Yeah, no, I, no, wait, I, I sorry, usually Memorial Day. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I usually I would even go further than that. I might not pay attention until about July. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Braves have had their share of historic runs where they've come from 11 
you know, 12 back last year, last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, going back even to, you know, the first time the Braves have made the world series, 91, one of the few times they made the world series, you know, they had a, a run against the Dodgers because they fell apart and, and they were 11 or 12, 11 games back. And I believe they did it the next year as well came from behind from like 11 or 12 games back. So, you know, teams can make those historic runs. Uh, I just think it's that um, teams with great pitchers uh, can stop historic runs. Um, So, and a good pitching staff. And I think that's, you start paying attention to that. That's why when Max Reed and and Kyle Wright get back maybe in August, maybe even September, I think that's really going to help this team uh, stop those runs of anybody making because of how fresh that they're going to be. Now, they'll be closely guarded, but how fresh they're going to be, I think, can certainly stop runs, historic runs that teams make. Um, Just a quick update on the minor leagues. I don't have the standings and the list is out, but I know Rome did pretty good last week against Hickory. Um, This week they're playing at home against the Greenville. Um, Augusta pitching stays pretty consistent. and there's games where their bats will get hot. There's ba- days where their bats are cold. But their their pitching yeah. is still pretty proficient. Uh, yeah. Mississippi, they were on a pretty game, pretty hot streak. Um, there for I think they won eight games in a row. Now um, I think they swept Chattanooga. Um, yeah. Now they're uh, playing Pensacola, which is the affiliate of the Marlins, and they, they have some studs. Um, and Gwinnett is playing the Durham Bulls, which is an affiliate of Tampa Bay, which is cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm blanking on who they played last week. Sorry. Um, but they're playing, I mean, they're playing decent. I think they're playing 500 ball or somewhere yeah. around that or this week. Um, but I haven't gotten to a Rome game yet, but I am chopping at the bit. And I'm hoping <laughs> to get to uh, I, I love – Wait for bobblehead night. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. the 15th of July is Spencer Strider. The 22nd is Vaughn Grissom. Bobblehead night. Oh, in Rome. okay. Well, there you go. Wait till bobblehead night, John, and go yeah. get a bobblehead. So, um, for yeah. those of y'all who got the Outcast bobblehead, is that one of your favorites? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sound professional there for a little bit. Yeah, um, there you go. Did you see, did you see that bobblehead? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, it's okay. You know, I still am, am one that would have loved a Ron Washington bobblehead. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was okay. They're getting creative with bobbleheads. You know, mine is just a <clears throat> basic Dale Earnhardt. He's just, you know, standing up. There's nothing special about it. It's his big head. You know, I mean, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're getting more and more creative with bobbleheads. Definitely. I, I, w- I wish I had the Skip and Pete bobblehead. Yeah, absolutely. I would have loved I'm that. Right. Yeah, that would have been one I'd have put up there with my Dale Earnhardt bobblehead. So you, you, you definitely, yeah. I definitely yeah. would have. Yeah, absolutely. What's uh? So I, I guess we'll end on this. If unless you have something else, um, yeah. outside of your Dale Earnhardt and outside of the Braves, what's the bobblehead you would like to have? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. What's a bobblehead I would like to have? Um, does it have to be sports related? I guess. 
that's well, about where you see no, them, I guess. We can, we can go – okay, let's go one sports-related and one non-sports. Uh, okay, so sports-related, I would take Emmett Smith, the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. 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 Um, or Magic Johnson. I won't, I won't hold that against you since he's a Florida Gator. I know, I know. Or Magic Johnson. <laughs> okay, so um, I would take one of those. Uh, okay. Non-sports-related, non Elvis Presley. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love, love Elvis Presley. So, okay. So, what's yours? Um. Well, I have two, but they're dealing with radio. I'd have. <clears throat> there's this guy from Murray, Kentucky. Um, <laughs> yeah, Neil Bradley. Yes. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And then Larry Larry Munson. Yeah. I got to get one with yeah. his calls. They, they got to be. Yeah. I can't just have the voice like the bobblehead. I got to have their voice active, like. Some some of their calls on there. Yeah, that would be action. cool to have it to have the voice stuff. You know, like you would have uh, Skip Carey, you'd have Sid Bream sliding at the one we sliding into mm-hmm. home. You would have that call where Braves win. You know that that big call. That'd be great. Yeah, and and you know even my buddy Neil Bradley, you talk about him. That oh, um, um, you know you could have some of his classic calls as well. So um, I would yeah, wear that I'll, out by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll propose that to Murray State for a Neil Bradley ball. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be. Yeah, I think that'd be a if huge hit. Yeah, I think if that's the case, um, I'll make sure that you get one. Okay. Yes. Definitely. I was yeah. going to say we need a Jeremy Bell bottle head, but no, yeah. no, 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 no. I, it's big <laughs> enough. I got a big enough head as it is. I don't need a bobble <laughs> head after me, you know. So yeah, when when I retire, I'm going to go quietly into the night and. Uh, you know, or quietly to my house. That's what it's oh. going to be. So. <laughs> I'll find you. I will find you. I'm like, yeah. I'll bring you out of retirement. Won't be hard. You know, I live right, you know, as as, uh, as Christmas time rolls around, it won't be hard to find me, you know. so I, I can't, I got, I got to see, I got to come up there at Christmas and see all the decorations because I've, I've heard you put out a good one. Yeah, yeah. The um, I do love Christmas lights. Let's put it that way. So That's awesome. Um, yeah, I do love it. it. It's a it's a great process. It's a long process. It's a, you know pretty much the month of November and then the month of December worrying about which one's going to go out first. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and which one I got to fix, which usually occurs it's several that I have to fix. But that's okay. You know, I love it. It's fun and gives me something to do. Uh, you know, downtime between uh, you know football and basketball. So so yeah, I love it. It's fun. I'm yeah. trying to think of my non-sports related, and I can't really think of one. Uh, um, yeah, other than the musical world, um, you know, Elvis Presley would be it. I'd take an Eagles, you know, but that's a, that's a group of them. Um, I thought so, you liked the Cowboys. I do like the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Cowboys. So, yeah. Um, um, but, I, guess, um, I guess Morgan Freeman, because I love his voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, again, you got to have the voice. Well, if I was going to do a guy with a voice and it was going to be an entertainment guy, uh, James Earl Jones, you Ooh, know, yes. uh, to have the voice, that would be me. Yeah. That'd be there me. we go. Yeah. Um, we digress. They, Guess we yes. better get out of here, right? Yeah, because they're probably saying, what the heck are they talking about? Yeah, <laughs> they're going to edit out this part. So. <laughs> um, well, thanks, guys, for listening to us ramble. Um, and just sticking with us. Um, we really appreciate y'all listening. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. You can find the show at Ethos Braves. You can follow me at F3 Motley Crew. 
Um, you can follow Jeremy on Facebook. Yep, just Jeremy Bell. And you can also get the show anywhere you listen to your preferred podcast. Apple, Spotify, I'm sure there's other that I can't know. I don't know. And let's get some wins this weekend, Brave. And it's always. Absolutely. Always. Go Braves. Go Braves.